This is Julia Sotis, and you're listening to A Different Reality. What else is possible beyond this reality that you haven't yet chosen? Hi, everybody, and welcome to Beyond This Reality podcast. I'm your host, Julia Sotis, and today we have a very, very, very special person, very special person in my life, and um, somebody who is from a very unique culture, a very unique place. She is a professor of law at her local university and uh, a human rights lawyer, and also a certified facilitator of access consciousness. Um, And there are many more stories I have to tell about her, but first we have, without further ado, welcome Ana Abul-Faraj. Yay! Hi, Julia. Uh, Thank you for having me as a guest in your podcast, and thank you for the, the... Cute and nice introduction. <laughs> so I have a little thing going because I was actually, she hosted me very last minute with about three weeks lead time. She hosted me in Saudi Arabia um, in her home country, in her hometown. And I, I went and we had some amazing classes. But what happened is on the last day of class, the airport shut down due to coronavirus and Anna was nice enough to allow me to stay in her family home um while I was facilitating but she also (laughs) took me in for an entire month during the coronavirus because I couldn't leave the country and we had the adventure of a lifetime we had such a good time every day doing all kinds of things it's like the, the days were were so much fun and so wonderful and we did so many cool things together and ran bars and created and facilitated and all kinds of things and and so um you know after living together for a month and spending every moment together um uh she's become quite a special person to me so <laughs> to me too <laughs> so um so you're newly a certified facilitator and access consciousness is growing rapidly in Saudi Arabia, um, Kuwait, uh, Bahrain, Qatar. Um, it's even beginning in Oman. Um, apparently there was even somebody in Yemen. Um, there's a lot going on in um, the United Arab Emirates. It's amazing what's being created. And uh, you're sort of at the center and the epitome of all that. And so um, I would just love to hear a little bit about what's going on with access consciousness in the Middle East and this really exciting time of growth. Thank you for saying that. Yes, it started to change. And what is what I love, I love about the changing is like our culture, the Islamic and the Middle Eastern culture is very um, solid and it has lots of solidity. And it's like, it's very, from the point of view of the culture and everything that it's very hard, hard to be interesting point of view with all of that. But with the tool of access, the spread of it is like people, they started to see there's another reality. And it's not just the thing, it's like we were raised and we, we, we saw and that was our culture. And 
access consciousness is for everyone from every place. It's not just for Western people or it's like where people is like from color or race. It creates different life and different reality and living beyond the reality from everyone in this place. And we're all united in one thing. It's like we're infinite being. And what is happening, like, what can I change? It's the same what you can change, Julia. It's, does it, it's, it's not about the language. It's about everything and changing everything. And that's what I see here. And, and what is like, I was, um, you know, it's like when um, in a Dane's uh, being you changing the world and you being a leader and you just do it because it creates change with you and you just do it. It's not about who's going to follow you. And it's the same here. It's like I was doing it at the beginning. I didn't know that there are people that are doing it. And then it's like those other people are doing it. And it's what well, is nice. Every one of us is just a leader. It's not we're not looking for followers. Access, they didn't know that. The, it, the, um, it's like there's access, like people who do, it does access in this uh, part of the, of the earth or the globe. Yeah, yeah. And it's just so different because like, you know, the access consciousness is, it's a worldwide global phenomenon in like 200 countries in the world. And there's only like, I don't know, there's, I think it's in 180 countries and there's like 190 countries. So it's like everywhere or there's 192 or 200 or something. And it's like, it's everywhere. And, you know, it was, it was started in the West. It was started in California. Um, or at least that's where the founder, Gary Douglas lived when he started it. And, and, um, and now it's moved to these places that uh, I've never had anything like this before. And, and it's going beyond the, the past culture and the religion and and it's amazing for me to see people who are dressed in the orthodox islamic clothing coming to classes i mean i've never seen or experienced anything like that and it's wonderful like and people aren't necessarily letting go of the their islamic faith it's like it's in addition to that and um and people are taking whatever they want and and using it to make their lives a better place. And it's just awesome. And I mean, uh, Saudi Arabia is changing so much, especially in the last two years. I mean, you guys didn't have an entertainment. In I mean, you're the one who taught me all this. It's like, you didn't have an entertainment industry. Now you have an entertainment industry. There are Saudi movies being made and funded. And there's a movie, there's movie theaters. Women are allowed to drive. It's a big joke between my husband, Anthony, who is also good friends with Anna um, and went to Saudi Arabia the week before I did. And he got home. I didn't. And lucky I didn't because it was fun. But it's this joke because Anna's, you know, you're, you're um, a human rights lawyer and you've lived around the world. And it's like you, you just learned to drive. You know what I mean? You just started. And we, we all joke about Anna's driving. <laughs> but it's like, it's like incredible that you like that the world and that Saudi Arabia is changing so dynamically. And so it's cool because, because I, when I went there, it's like people are so hungry for change and they're looking for a different reality and their old stable ways of doing things are being broken apart and becoming greater. And you remember Julie, when I told you, it's like once 
someone contact me from a very ru ruler uh, or yeah, a village yeah. rural, uh, in, in Saudi. She called me and she came for a bar, bar session. I didn't know what, from where did she hear about it. She heard about it and she came and she, re um, and she received the bar. We didn't talk and she called me in a month and she told me everything changed for her. Her husband, her family, everything. It's incredible. So it's, like, it's incredible. How did she know about it? How she, she came and she received it and it changed everything about her. It's like, how is the bar changing in this world? Because I believe the bars, the, the bars changed my country. <laughs> yes. Yes. Well, and that's the thing. It's like acts of consciousness came to the country and people started asking, what's it going to take for women to drive? I mean, you did processes with Dr. Dane about these things. And then, you know, right after it all changed. So it's like, how does change actually occur? Is it from hard work and effort and picketing and, and rebelling and war? Or is it actually through request? And as I told you, it's like I studied my law and it's like I, I, I went to the States so I want to have my rights and to be the, like the Western girls who have their rights and it's like abandoning the family and the culture and everything. And I was in fights. I had this conflict, like I was in a fight with the men, with the culture, with everything. And I thought that was the right thing to do. Yeah. And it didn't create any ease in my life till it's like I came to these tools they told me I didn't know I didn't know to be, I didn't need to be in the reaction of every situation that I was in. I have to be in action, and in action is like my culture. Everything is just interesting point of view, and to be in the question and to ask a question after a question, and it's not about to be in the fight, and the fight just ended. And I always say it's like the bird, the infinite being, flies. Don't stay in a war and fight for their bites. Hey, that's a really good way of putting it. Wow. Yeah, exactly. And um, and things are changing. You know, can you talk a little bit about, I mean, I think it's really interesting. I know it's, you know, for you, it's like not, or it's, I think it's a huge deal. I mean, you were on TV to talk about access consciousness on the biggest network, television network on the Middle East. You were interviewed and I watched the interview. I didn't understand it because it was in Arabic. And Anna has taught me about 15 Arabic words. <laughs> cake is cakea. Cake is cakea. So you guys can walk away with that. And thank you is shukram. Um, but, but it's like you actually um, went on the, the biggest uh, television network talking about access consciousness. That's quite an amazing um, step into the future. Thank you. Yes. Um, yes, I've been as like, as you said, as a TV and I was represented as Saudi and I wore like the, like you saw me, it's like wearing the traditional wear, talking yeah. about tools that it changed everything. And it's like, what is funny, I was in that show because I'm, I'm more than 30 and I got, didn't get married in this culture. <laughs> so it's like, so we have funny. a serious problem, folks, an unmarried over I'm gonna commit a suicide because <laughs> I can't find the man yet. I'm not a mom. <laughs> I'm not a mom. <laughs> so how come it's like I'm more than 30 and I'm not married and I'm happy? Right. It's like I wanted to know the secret of it's like not being happy and how can I 
um, empower other people and other women to be happy if they reach 30 and didn't get married. So it's like, and I was ta- talking about it's like being in the question and I found something called access consciousness and it's how the board helped me, a board uh, helped me through all of that. And it's like how it's like happiness, it was, and the marriage was a utopian ideals and how we can create out beyond that. And it's like, and it's like, but it's like, the, I'm trying to um, translate what I said. It's like it was an error in Arabic. So yes, um, mm. they asked me. It's like if the love is the base of everything, and I was walking through with them through. It's like the acceptance and allowance. And it's like allowance is different than acceptance. And it's like in this universe, like in this area, it's like everything, it has to be accepted through the religion and everything and an allowance and everything, an interesting point of view and how the marriage is interesting point of view too. And how it's like um, our fingers are not the same, we're different. And it's like whatever my mother chose, it's not the thing that I'm choosing. Right. I allow her to be her and my generation, they are like, they're allowed to choose whatever they want. Wow. Yes. It's amazing. And when, when, when Anthony, my husband was there, he said that you took him through old Jeddah. So Jeddah is the coastal port of Saudi Arabia where Anna lives and uh, it's on the Red Sea. And uh, you took him through old town Jeddah and and he said that when he was walking through Old Town, there were men who, there's some sort of body language where like you tap your heart. And he was like, there were men that were tapping their heart and saying, thank you for being here. And thank you for touring my country. Because Saudi Arabia is a place that didn't have a tourist visa. I don't know if ever or, or yeah, ever. And so- okay ever so so saudi arabia just got their first tourist visa so that tourists can come and see the country before that you couldn't you couldn't go to saudi arabia unless you had a very specific governmentally approved um thing could you go to visit family like if you were born in america could you if you had cousins that were american citizens could they go visit you in saudi Yes, but it's it's a, such a complicated. Um, it's like we have to the issue the issuing visa called visitor visa, and um, and it's like it's not easy to get issued. Okay, yeah, so there was, but it's, it's not that easy. It's like you, you have, have to see your family. and you have to prove it. So yeah, yeah, so so this whole tourist visa is new, and it's a country that people couldn't come in and out of, and. Um, And so the, you know, it's like you would think that in Saudi Arabia that the older folks would be upset about the changes, but from what I've heard, most of them are very, very grateful for the changes and looking forward to it. And there's not a lot of backlash or resistance, which is just incredible, incredible. And we were just like pleased to to have you to have your family, your husband, and you like from the access consciousness facilitator to visit the country. It's like it, there was a a small window between issuing the visitor visa and the tourist visa and the corona. So yeah. you came up. 
we got right in that window and then I stayed past the window. <laughs> I mean, when did the tourist visa start? Six months ago? Three months ago? Six months ago. Six, no. In January. January. Yeah. So like that. Four months. Yes. Yeah. Four months. So and and you got your driver's license in November? In November. Wow. September. September. Yeah. Okay. Like the, it's just issued the driving license for a woman to drive, not the men. Because okay. it was the culture more is like and the man it's like all the rights goes to the men and there was they didn't discover women till it's like 2018 or 2017. <laughs> well, there was even a rule. There was even a rule that if a woman wanted to leave the country, she had to have permission from her husband, her brother, um, or even her son. But like a 60-year-old woman, of anybody of any age, you actually had to have a signed permission from a man to leave the country. You couldn't just leave. Yeah. And you see from... And it just that changed it changed changed after access consciousness as well. But it's like you see, it's like my childhood. It's like the man has to have the power of everything. Even it's like if you had your education, you have your money, your company, your everything. No, you can't be whatever you want till you have approved from the man. So how much hate was toward men that they didn't know anything about it? And they did they what they weren't they weren't in the party who established all of that. Right, so it was just, their fault, but they took the blame. They took the blame. So everyone is walking, we hate them around us because whatever we do, we have to take the permission for you. I wanna go out, I can't. Because if I don't have money to have a driver, to hire a driver, or my brother to drive me everywhere, I can't go out. So it's like the men, 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 men. So all of that hate that we were raised towards. But it's like, you see people, it's like all of that hate, it just dissipates when we're an allowance of that. Yeah. And, so, you know, it's just a distractor and plant. It's just and I want, Yeah, and I want to say something. It's like when I started Access Consciousness, I started it alone. So that question was my back. Interesting point of view was my back. So whenever it's like I feel... I want to quit everything and no one can hear me. And even though it's like, you know, when you express your feelings in your language and then you can't experience, if you want to just scream, you scream in your language, just like you want to put the hate. It's very hard to translate that in other languages. <laughs> so, <laughs> so whenever anyone feels it's like, no, it's, there's no hope of everything. There is nothing. No, these things works. Even if you're alone, even if you feel that's nothing, that's your back. The question is the back. When you question, question, you question, you choose, the opportunities comes. It's like a choice. It changes everything. I'm saying that because it's not, oh, I'm this CF and ta -ra -ra. No, because it was my life. I used the number and the number worked. Mm -hmm. So what are the numbers? I always use the numbers. Okay, oh, five, nine, and the audience. What are the numbers? The one I love it. Okay, the five, nine, eleven for everything, 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 everything. I use not five, nine, eleven to all of the men, all of the tackies, all of the regulation. We used five, nine, eleven before the day um, we were a group of like BFs and CFs. We were running the bars, and then a day we chose us like let's do five, nine, eleven, all of us for the government and for um, 
for allowing us to travel without the guardianship of the man. Next day, I swear to God, what else is possible? Next day, they issued the law. So like, mm, how does it get any better than this? And that's amazing. I mean, then that's, that is to me, that in my life, that is how change works. I ask for something and it shows up and that's it. And that's the magic of being you. And we, thank you. And we didn't have any, it's like we did it without any expectation. We're just doing it out of the fun of it. Right. It's like, mm, let's do it. Let's right. do it. Let's play with it. They say right. it's worked. Because when, when, when we was like, I was in a class and then he was like, we were doing 5-9-11 to the Middle East. Lots of things changed afterwards. And I didn't have any expectation of what we we're doing. We're just playing with the numbers. Just play with it. Okay, we're a lot. Let's play with the energy. And we did it the next day. And it's like, even when the, we were doing the wars to change the driving license for the women we wanted to drive. So we were going to the park and we were running the park and we we're inviting the people around us, not invite them by word. It's like inviting the energy and tapping to their energy while we're running the bars. And that created so much change. That's incredible. I mean, who even thinks of doing something like that? That's so brilliant. Thank you. Yeah. 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 Oh, wow. It creates much change. So like the magic. And one of my first Bibles is like the magic being it. You're the magic being it. The oh, yeah. Being. Gary and Dane's book called You Are Magic, Be It. So that was one of my first Bibles. One of your first Bibles. I love it. One of my first Bibles. Oh, Quran. <laughs> I was religious. Oh, fun like learning about the the islamic faith like it's just you know it stems christianity and islam are very very similar people think they're not but they have the same stories they have the same old testament god is allah i mean it's it's very similar you know but then it's like the, the a lot of the practices are different you know um to wear the abaya to pray five times a day to have the prayer come over the loudspeaker at every mosque in town five times a day that's really different for me. And, um, but it was just so interesting because, because it's, um, I mean, the state and the church are one. I mean, even it was, it shocked me on the airplane flying from Washington, DC to Saudi Arabia, to Jeddah. When we were taking off in Washington, DC, there was a prayer that came over the TV screens after the safety. Huh? Never in my life have I seen anything like that. And it was like, protect us from the woes of travel, God, and this and this, Allah, and protect our families when we are gone, you know? And it was like, whoa, you know, that is a religion that is so deeply within the government, within the royalty, within the people. It's, it's in every area. So it's treated really differently than religion is here because you have the sort of the more of the choice to have the religion or not. Whereas there you just are, you're born there. You're Islamic, you're Muslim. Yes. And so you, can, you don't have the difference to be in a different religion. You don't have what the you're saying different religion. You don't have the choice. So it's like you're supposed to be Muslim and you can't be nothing but Muslim. Right. So, so, and that's, that's so different. Like, um, in a way, it's like because the religion is a given, um, not like a chosen thing, it's different. It's almost like it creates 
this place where people are more hungry for change because it's like it's so it's closer to the heart and people don't when you don't when you think you haven't had a choice and then you have this big choice for consciousness and freedom and change it's like it creates a more ferocious appetite and i just mm -hmm. so enjoyed facilitating there because of the hunger of the the people and everything that you have been creating and working on in Jeddah and 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 leading so it was really fun and really different and um i'm so looking forward to the future of saudi arabia and having having dane i was telling i told dane recently uh, i can't wait for you to go to saudi arabia and he's like that's a good idea so he's he's game to go and it's just awesome because it's like we just have we have a different possibility here in one of the most um cultures that has been hidden from the world and being seen as um scary i mean i'm just you know on tv arabs are portrayed as scary but since access has been in saudi arabia anna and i were watching two tv shows where the arabs were the nice kind happy funny creatures which you never see on tv it was wonderful it's like you're coming here and we started to see that it's like mm, julia you're the change thank you very much <laughs> yeah and it's like really cool with access, before you come here they started the arabic but it wasn't there wasn't like um people they're noticing the change here you're being here you changed the land you like as if it's like the arab the saudi was like they started to be the sun <laughs> so you're outside our shine here that's so awesome i'm so glad and i'm so glad that i got to be there for a month i ran so i ran anna's mom's bars three times i ran her she has five sisters she's one of five sisters i ran all five of the sisters bars while i was there and we ran a lot of the desertification process um which was really cool because basically the desertification process is taking anything that um is a is a desert which is all saudi arabia is uh, definitely Jeddah. um and anna argues with me that there are places that are green and have snow sometimes <laughs> my sister plants started to grow as, yeah. was as i was there in the house running these processes her sister's orchid that she had brought from america that was dying started to grow again grow again it did it did they were in the bedroom that i was staying these two orchids and they started to grow and generate themselves but that's what happens when we use these processes and we be this we're willing to have the level of magic because in order to have magic in your life you have to be willing to be somebody who's willing to have magic in their life which sounds redundant but it's not you have to be willing to be it in order for it to show up otherwise it's not going to happen it's too different uncomfortable weird it's not going to be something that you're going to be willing to receive so it's like you know you can ask universe show me my brilliance with um healing universe show me my brilliance with leadership universe show me my brilliance with needless and it's like the universe will show you if you ask and you can create this different world and be a part of this true excitement and change thank you for saying that julia 
And I wanted to mention something. It's like after you came in Antony and you stayed for a month, uh, whenever I look to my culture, I always looked at the eye of judgment. And then it's like, okay, with lots of interesting point of view. So like, I've, I've, I started to be in, not in resistant to it. So like more an interesting point of view of it. But I didn't see the qualities of it. And it's the things, things that I'm grateful for. And you're being here and Anthony and seeing those things in the old town or it's like the things that I thought it's given. It started, I started to have a different kind of uh, gratitude to the things. Mm -hmm. And from that, it's just um, being in so much ease after acknowledging the gratitude and know that the abundance I have here in my culture, thank you for helping me or empowering me to acknowledge um, um, the things in my culture. Oh, yeah. I mean, Saudi Arabia is a wonderful place in so many ways. I mean, yeah, you don't have freedom of speech, but you're fucking taken care of. People aren't really worrying about money there. It's one of the richest countries in the world. And, uh, and it's like, there are things that are really, really wonderful. But we go, oh, if there's no freedom of speech, then the whole, the whole country is a mess. It's a disaster. It's a horrible place. They don't have a democracy. It's a horrible place. Is that really true? Or are, you, are people not actually willing to look at what is and not willing to see the greatness of the place and the greatness of the people? Because it's a wonderful fucking place. I mean, your family, oh my God. They're just some of the greatest people I've ever met. And her and uh, two, there's five sisters, two brothers who are twins. And the sense of humor that her, your brothers have is just off the charts, so funny, you know? And they have fun and they prank each other. And they're both married with kids, but they, they have fun and prank each other. And, you know, everybody hangs out together. And there's just a sense of joy and a sense of caring that most families don't have. And... Um, it's just a really, a really cool place to be. And I know how much you doing access has set the groundwork for your family to become that way. Yeah. Thank you for saying both, but yes, yeah. but I, it was, I was just, um, you know, it's like when you, um, were fighting a lot and then it's like, you don't acknowledge the thing that you were fighting, that it's not there anymore and you're still mm -hmm. fighting yourself. Mm -hmm. And you being here, it's like, I started to perceive that, okay, the space and the joy is that is here. So, and thank you for that space and being that space is here. And what is funny is like my brothers, like they like, they, they love this, like uh, my brothers and whole, oh, my whole family, they liked um, uh, Julia's um, um, being here in my, it's like in my, my, oh, I forgot my English, sorry people. It's like they, <laughs> they liked her company and they're asking me, it's like, tell her that this is like, finally we changed the uh, Western perception about the Arabs and we're just people. It's like, we love people and we're kind. They told, yeah. 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 And, that's the thing. and I'm so glad we're doing this podcast because it's like, it, you are, you're just people. I mean, where did this even come from? But you know, every culture needs an enemy. And so the Arabs are the enemy of a lot of people. But, um, but it's like, it's, it's like, you, you guys have fucking orange is the new black on Netflix. 
Like it's like the public perception that everybody's perfect and religious and you know, you know, women can't show their shoulders and their arms and stuff like that. But it's like, then everybody's like, you know, partying and having a great time. And, um, you know, in Saudi Arabia, you have to have an alcohol dealer. You don't just, there's no legal alcohol. So you have a dealer that gives you vodka, but people do that. And, and it's like, there's, there's this different, it's, it's, everybody's, they're just like that, like, just like us, everybody, you know, they're just great people. They're just the same. And it was just a different, it's a, just a different world. And I'm just so grateful that I got to experience that and to um, be a part of the, the access consciousness and the, the change that is sweeping through Saudi Arabia and the Middle East at large right now. And thank you for being brave and come here, to come here. Because whatever it is, like if I saw my country on TV, I'm not going to go to that country. Yeah, my dad called me and begged me not to go. He begged me. And, and I don't blame him. He was just trying to protect his daughter. But it was like, that was not an acceptable reality to him. And, and uh, but it changed, changed my life and made, made my world a better place. And I'm glad that I did. So. And she just followed, like, she, she, she questioned and she followed her knowing. Well, I asked if I choose to go, what will my life be like in five years? And it was light. And so. I know I might not get out because Corona, but we had a great time. <laughs> so, um, can I, can you, we're about at the end of time here, but can you tell me a little bit about um, the classes that you have coming up and the work that you do? Uh, thank you. I'm going to have um, disruptor implants. Arabic, um, in, um, in May 10th. And then I'm working with a great team with the foundation. Oh, yes. You are hosting Emily Russell and I for our uh, online foundation. Thank you. You're welcome. And then I'm going to have my own foundation. Um, End of June. End of June. Awesome. Awesome. Cool. And where's the, where is your foundation going to be? The day it's not started, like I did, it's not, it's not there yet, but it's like I was thinking about mid of, mid of June, like 15th. Okay, cool, cool, cool. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for coming on and sharing this information with the world because um, I'm just, I'm so grateful for, for um, everything that's changing in Saudi Arabia. And um, for those of you listening, you know, whatever uh, you can contribute to that change and um, the happiness that you be in the world is a contribution to it. And uh, I'm grateful for each of you out there listening. Um, and uh, thank you so much, Anna, for um, being in my life and um, changing so much with me and uh, reading the money workbook with me every day and everything that we get to create. So how does it get better than this? What else is possible? And uh, thanks everybody listening in. Until next time, bye-bye. Thanks for joining me on another episode of A Different Reality. It would be awesome if you could share this podcast with your friends and family. I'm always looking to spread the seeds of consciousness. And you can find me on my website at juliasotis.com.
Until next time, what energy, space, consciousness, and choice can you be to create a reality totally beyond this reality with total ease?